Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Second period, Lightning leading Boston 1-0. Hagel with the goal there. Early second period, Red Wings and Canadians 1-1. Also early in the second, Penguins and Capitals 1-1. Ovechkin power play goal. He now has 32 goals this season. Several games still to come tonight, including the Sabres and the Jets. They are just getting started. And in an hour, Blackhawks at Flames as Calgary, one of the teams in this uh, tight race in the Pacific Division. And, of course, the Blackhawks are then here on Saturday night to play the Oilers. It's on 6.30, Chad, with the face-off show at 6.30, and the puck will drop at 8. So in that Pacific Division now, Seattle and Vegas, both with 61 points. Seattle gets first place because they've played two fewer games. L.A. has 60, Edmonton 58, Calgary 55. So six points separating First and fifth in the Pacific Division. At the moment, the Oilers and the Flames are the two wildcard teams. So uh, it's going to be an interesting one tonight between Chicago and Calgary. Chicago not doing well. Uh, neither are the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they were able to scrap out that overtime victory over the Oilers last night. Uh, Edmonton back at practice at Rogers Place today, and uh, Kyler Yamamoto, who uh, has been out a couple weeks now, he was able to skate, take part in a practice, first time since January 11th. Feeling a lot better. Probably not going to tell you guys, but uh, yeah, no, feeling better every day. You're not going to uh, tell us exactly what happened. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. No, I tried. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't know exactly what it is with uh, with Yamamoto, but but back out there today and, and on the road to recovery. And he was happy to be out there because one of the challenges for injured players is that sometimes they can lose that sense of being part of the team, you know, being in all those uh, game battles with their teammates and celebrating the wins and lamenting the losses and all those day-to-day things that uh, guys and gals appreciate about being athletes. And head coach Jay Woodcroft uh, commented on making sure injured players feel included. Yeah, you know, we encourage even the guys that are far away from returning to, you know, to be around, um, you know, sit in on some meetings and that type of thing to keep the brain turned on uh, as much as anything else and feel, you know, help people feel attached to it. We've had some talk recently in this room and certainly tomorrow night uh, just about the mental side of stuff. And uh, it's important that people know that just because you're injured, you're not not part of the group. You are part of the group and, and you're valued. And the most important thing is to make sure that you return healthy. 
All right. Yeah. So hopefully uh, Yamamoto. Now he can't come back till uh, well into next month, but uh, you know, hopefully he's he's going to be okay and he enjoyed being out there today to feel like he's part of the team. Last night, tough result for the Oilers. Um, I guess in some ways played well enough to win, but it's in some ways played uh, not quite well enough that maybe they could have lost in regulation. So they get the point, and Woodcroft talked about moving on from a tough game versus the Blue Jackets. Even when you're playing at the apex of your game, I think there's areas that uh, you can continue to improve at. I don't think last night was our A game or A-plus game, but I, I didn't think it was a C game. Uh, I thought the other team did some good things. They deserve credit for finding the two points thought we were in position to win that game we made an individual error um, that cost us a point uh, and we couldn't find that third goal in order to outscore that error uh, go back to the meeting that we had this morning we identified certain things that we can continue to get better at you're not gonna uh, have your best game every night but you want your your B game to be good enough to find ways to win games consistently all right so yes Sometimes you can win with your B game. The Oilers weren't quite there last. I, I thought they had a good first period, and there were times they had to puck a lot, but weren't able to finish plays. Uh, probably gave it away a little bit too much. Woodcroft commented on the turnovers last night. Oddly enough, I thought a lot of those turnovers were in the offensive zone where they just weren't able to finish plays or would make an ill-advised pass or maybe overpass a little bit. So I think that all added up to the single point last night. I still thought there were some good performances last night. And and, and really, I, I thought some of the Oilers kind of second wave or support players were, were better than some of the stars last night. I thought Pugliarvi had a, a pretty good game, one of his uh, better games on the season he got in there with five hits I, I think Ryan McLeod has had a pretty good eight or nine game stretch here I know we featured him the other night uh, what does he have now goals in four of his last eight games and, and I, I really think Dylan Holloway is coming around maybe the offense uh, isn't there I think it will get there at some point and to some extent I don't know if he's going to be a, a completely high scoring guy but I think he can be a pretty good complimentary offensive player as he continues to grow and mature but he's getting involved physically I, I mean he was uh, high on the hit count last night as well and uh, Woodcroft talk about, uh, talked about having Holloway and McLeod on the ice together. Both guys are um, good skaters. Uh, they're young and enthusiastic. Uh, you know, I was just sitting with Dylan. Um, I think his game's really coming. Uh, I see a lot of detail in his game. And uh, the more detailed he is, the more ice time he's getting. It's amazing how that works. Um, but he's earned the right uh, to feel good about himself. And uh, he's kind of moved up the lineup here. And that's good on him because he deserves every second second ice time that he's getting. All right, so a quick rundown of uh, some of the comments and goings-on at Oilers practice today. Evander Kane once again did not skate. He continues to be away from the team, attending to a personal matter. He may be back for the game on Saturday against Chicago, so that is something else to keep an eye on. Hey, hope you're having a great day. Reed Wilkins with you tonight, Inside Sports on 6.30. Chad, I am always happy to hear from you. You can reach out on the hotline at 780-496-0063. That is presented by certain the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can email the program, insidesports at 630ched.com. I actually got a really uh, nice email from a uh, listener this afternoon that I really appreciated. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. I, I, I think I should change my handle, Kellen, to like... Uh, 
Elon Musk 2 or something like that, or Elon underscore Musk, because I think he's Elon <laughs> Musk, all one word. Maybe I should. Somebody probably has that. Elon Musk Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> I could be Elon Musk Jr. Yes. I don't know if there is an Elon underscore Musk. I should take that because Bob is Bob underscore Stoffer. Or you could, you know, uh, do the classic uh, hockey nickname with it and just call yourself Musky Elon. <laughs> just M-U-S-K-Y just, just Elon. Flip, just flip it around. I noticed there's a guy who calls himself uh, Bob Stoffer 7. Uh, a, a Dr. Bob Angry Dad in breakups <laughs> and he said and he under his under under his bio, part of his bio it says not looking for any hookups or dates wow ah, you gotta wow. be a little Good. cocky yeah sorry girls no don't even bother trying <laughs> all right wow anyway i i do have uh i, I do have something i want to ask people tonight because coming up after the 6:30 news i'm gonna have a gentleman by the name of adam seaborn on the show and his title is sports media analyst and head of partnerships with Playmaker Capital. So he's, he's kind of got a, a bit of a, a, a wordy title. But basically, uh, he knows about how sports is presented and how people consume uh, sports and all that kind of stuff. And uh, his Twitter, speaking of Twitter, uh, his, and I, I, if you follow me on Twitter, you can get his, his handle. It's, his name is Adam Seaborn. S-E-A-B-O-R-N. He was at Rogers Place last night. Uh, he was at the Oilers game last night. He's from Toronto, and he loved it. He, he like he he really loved it. He complimented uh, the vibe. He complimented. I mean, we'll we'll get we'll get into that. He even made a comment about beer prices, which I understand uh, many people aren't happy about. But there was something specifically that, that that he liked. I don't obviously buy beer at at sporting events. Well, certainly not at Rogers Place because I'm working. Um, but it's it's my understanding that it it might cost more than it would if you uh, went to the liquor store and got a six pack or to most restaurants. But nonetheless, that was one of the things he liked but we'll give context for that so i have a question for people tonight at 7804960063 and obviously i know in this market for most people when when we're talking about going to a game it's going to be i'm sure for most of you oilers elks then maybe oil kings uh you know or ajhl if you support ajhl university of alberta some of the college teams stuff like that but I, I want to. I, what I'm curious about, and as you know, Kellen, the, mm-hmm. the one of the things that makes me a little freakish, and there are many, but I, I have no. I shouldn't say I have no, but I have very little interest in all the stuff that happens at a sporting event, right? Like, I as as I've said from several years ago, my Super Dogs rant is still one of the favorite things I've ever, I've ever done as a broadcaster. Oh, that's an all-timer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't if we have, I don't know if we can dig that out tonight. Oh, that's in the archive somewhere. Well, I can, we, I can, we can see try it. to find it. But, like, I don't care about, uh, what's it called at Elks Games? The, it, the Tim Horton shuffle, the Boston Pizza shuffle, you know, where they hide the little, it's like... Th- it's like the shell game thing. Like, I, I don't care. I, I don't need a halftime show. I don't need to be entertained during the commercials. And this is all due respect to my colleague, the wonderful Chelsea Bird, who's the game day host for the, at the Oilers game. She does a lot of the stuff on the scoreboard. They got a high-low contest, right? So they put up, say, a picture of Skinner. And then you got to say, okay, is the next player going to have a jersey number higher or lower than uh, – than, uh, 
Skinner, you know, and you can you can win something. Like, I don't need all that. I, I re- but but sometimes I hear people say, oh well, there's not enough to do during the downtime. So, and then of course, my whole life, people have complained about price of beer, price of hot dogs, price of popcorn. Now, of course, it's like going to a movie theater. You're in an enclosed environment where there's not any competition, so the prices are going to be a little higher than you might get in the quote unquote real world. And then, of course, the atmosphere at the games is something people comment about. Um, you know, I've been to some Seattle Seahawks games, and yeah, it's pretty loud. When the Hawks are on defense, people really get into it. So but what I want to know, well, it's a two-parter, and you can answer one or both of these questions if you're so inclined. What do you care about the most when you attend a sporting event? Because for me... Now, now again, for my fan experience, it's Elks game. Because as I've told people several times, I'm a season ticket holder. Even though, yes, I get to cover the team, I still attend the games as a season ticket holder. Oilers, I can't comment on this because I'm not there as a fan. I'm in the press box. I'm working. Elks, I can say it. What do I want? I want the team to win. I want the team I'm cheering for to win. Now, if I go to an NBA game, and I've been to a couple, I'm not cheering for anybody, what am I What am I taking in? So I want to know, when you attend a, a sporting event, and we'll keep it to, you know, pro or high-level amateur, I, I suppose, what, what, do you, what do you care about the most? What has you leaving the rink thinking, okay, I had a good night? What's, if you had to pick one thing, like, is it the team that I cheer, am cheering for one? Is that the priority? Is it... You know what? I, I had a good hot dog or a good hamburger, and I had a pint or a pop, and it, it didn't cost an arm and a leg. It only cost an arm. You know, is, is it, you know what? I, I don't even care who won. I was having so much fun because other fans were into it, and there was fun stuff during the breaks on the scoreboard, and the, and the cheer team was acrobatic, and, and halftime was fun, and, and, and all that stuff. Is it how comfortable the rink is, you know, the, or, or the, the building? The, the seats were comfortable. I had leg room. I didn't have to line up for 40 minutes to go pee, all that kind of stuff. So I want to know what's, what's the priority? for you as a fan attending a game like home team winning vibe of the arena or the stadium uh the extra promotional stuff the cost of uh concessions and amenities and stuff like that i'd like to know and then the second part of that is what's the in what building or arena or stadium have you had the best fan experience where maybe you can't even tell me who won the game but it, it was it was just a blast to go to now it could be tied into who won the game you know, I would assume if uh, any Oilers fans were at Game 5 in Calgary last year, that might be one of their best memories as a game they attended in person. So so I'll throw that out there tonight. Again, participation is optional but appreciated. And if you can be entertaining in your uh, answers, that you get bonus points for that. But but I, I'd like to know, because we're going to have a guy not from Edmonton talk about his experience at Rogers Place, which I think is going to be fun. So 780-496-0063, email insidesports at 630chet.com. Back in a couple of minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Inside Sports on 630. Chad, 780-496-0063. We're talking about, and you can answer one or both questions, what is most important to you when you attend a live sporting event? And do you have... uh, like a memory of your most favorite experience at an arena or a stadium or something like that. We have uh, Lorraine on the Certainty Hotline. Hi, Lorraine. Go ahead. Hi, it's Maureen. How are you? Oh, Maureen. I'm so sorry. Don't no worry. Not I, a big deal. I listened to too much heavy metal when I was a kid. My hearing isn't always great. So question number one. Um, for me, it's got to be a winning competitive team. Okay, I would if, agree with you there, though people can disagree with this, but yeah. Suppo- if they're not playing to the standard that they're supposed to, I'm not coming to the game. I don't care what's out there. Okay, fair enough. And, sorry. and number two, um, best field that I've ever watched sports in, Taylor Field, Regina, Saskatchewan. You know what? That's probably going to be a popular one in Canada because that fan base, even though, as you probably know, Marina, I troll them sometimes. Um, <laughs> they're uh, they're pretty passionate. That's still on my bucket list. I, I would like to see a Saskatchewan Rough Riders home game in person, even though I probably wouldn't be cheering for the team unless somehow a win helped out the Elks. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it. I'm an Albertan, but I'm born and raised Saskatchewan, so I am that obnoxious rider fan. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure you're not that obnoxious. Just a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. That's awesome. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We also have David on the line. Hi, David. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Quite well. Okay. I, I, I guess uh, for one, it's always got to be the Oilers winning, right? Uh, never, never a dull moment when they win. But secondly, I guess I kind of just want to recap. I think it was Game Three of the Calgary series last year. Yeah. The natural hat trick game. Uh, the, the game that Nuge scored really early on. I, I might be, it might be game four. I might be mixing it up. But okay. point being here, you stand up and you belt the national anthem. You cheer for the, you cheer for the opening face off, and then 20 seconds in, you're up by one. And I look over at my younger brother, who's at his first ever Oiler game, and yeah, he's he's sitting down because. Oh. So that alone is a moment that I'll never forget. It was, it was just remarkable to be there, and then also just hilarious to look over at him. Um, having a head rush because he's been cheering for so long so sorry you, you cut out there for a second how come he couldn't stand up he, he was passing out because he was cheering for so long with the national anthem and then the opening face off and then that that opening opening goal was just unbelievable and and yeah he, he passed out pretty much just out of pure exhaustion from screaming at the top of his lungs for oh so my long. goodness he's got to learn to pace himself <laughs> Uh, he, he was a, he was a rookie, but he, I think he'll get a little better with age. Right on. Thanks for sharing that story, David. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks. That's a good story. Yeah, the 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 crowd was. In- well, I think the Oilers crowd is always incredible, but there were several new notches hit during the postseason. We also have Craig on the line. Craig, go ahead, please. Evening. I remember back in the day, uh, the the first wife there, she got me tickets for my birthday to go see Dallas and Edmonton play in, at Rexall. And me and Buddy, we traversed into the city. We're not familiar with the city, Yellowhead Trail. We got in a bit of a sideswipe there. We ended up facing west when we were supposed to be going east. And uh, we got out of that bind. 
And then uh, we made her to the Coliseum. My buddy wanted to shut her down and head back to the farm because that's where we're familiar. But we stuck it out, and we had a great time, and the fan base was awesome. And uh, go Oilers. Craig, I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Would, I, would you understand I'm coming from a place of, uh, of being a compliment when I say that sounds like a very layered story that we could really dive into some other aspects. Oh, God, of I could be on the air for someday. another 23 minutes. <laughs> Tell you what, some night we'll, we'll we'll have a pint and you can give me the whole tale, okay? Well, as long as you don't bring a wire and, and uh, no, no. incriminate myself. No. Off the record. <laughs> okay. Have a good one, guys. Keep up the good work. That is Craig checking it as well. Appreciate you guys sharing those uh, stories. We'll get uh, Adam Seaborn's experience at Rogers Place last night when we get back.